0: VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. BP added more than $70 billion to the US economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hi, everyone. It is Thursday,
1: and we have some big news. After years of a very public relationship with Nikki Bella, John Cena just secretly got married to his new lady, Shay. We're told Ooh. it happened on Monday in Tampa, but no other details at this time. And the no details is pretty much how he and Shay have handled their relationship the past year and a half. They made their red carpet debut a year ago, but you rarely see them out. He never posts on social. There's no gushy things happening all the time. On Twitter, it's private. Same with Instagram. So, she's an engineer has nothing to do with the spotlight so it is different um, than when he was with nikki mm-hmm. but you know we all watch total bellas right we all saw how this mm. went down between nikki mm. and john and the struggle to them getting married mm. and all the things how do you think nikki's feeling
2: mm. I think that Nikki is more than fine. Clearly she has a newborn baby, right? And I feel like obviously we did watch everything that went on, but I feel like when a relationship is long-term and there is no progression, there's no engagement, or there finally is an engagement after years and years of discussions and pulling and trying to get someone to do something, it never, ever, ever works out. I feel like relationships that are meant to be are effortless. They flow into Mm -hmm. one another. And then finally it becomes too much tension. They both realize it's too much work it's not really what they both want they split up and exactly what's happening happens they move on very quickly with other people because they know exactly what they don't want Mm -hmm. they find their person they have a baby in five minutes and they get married that's hello I did this it's it's always (laughs) like that that's what happened this
1: was the story of my life what I did long-term
2: relationship and five minutes later I'm like well here we go having a baby like you just you spend a lot of time with somebody you always know if something's not a hundred percent right
3: Yeah, but Morgan, let me ask you this question and be honest, okay, you are moved on, you are happy, you're having that baby, a year and a half goes by and you find out your ex-husband is now moved on, he's married and maybe having a baby, wouldn't you feel a little bit of relief that things worked out for him?
2: I would definitely be happy for him. I definitely, no, a hundred, a hundred percent. But you always, there's always, I, I thought you were going to ask me a different question. There's no. always that tinge of sting that's like, okay, well, it's weird that we couldn't make it work, but then eventually you just, doesn't yeah. matter. Does not I matter.
3: It like but I think there's like this like sigh of relief, but I also think when your partner closes the door and closes the chapter, it's almost like who, I don't have to worry because there's that little percentage of you mm-hmm. that always thinks and it's small and it happens at rare times where you're like, what if? Mm-hmm. Now that what if doesn't exist because that person is married and has moved on and now you can completely close that chapter.
1: Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. That's true. I think that's true. And that's probably... I think, like, Nikki is so happy and, and you know, and really loving her life right now. But when you spend that much time, I don't care who you are, you are still, like, huh. I wonder... You have your opinion about the new relationship. You may not voice it. You may totally keep it to yourself. It may just float around in your head. But you always have an opinion. Like, either it's, like, I feel sorry for that girl or it's, um... I wonder why he chose her or huh we'll see how that goes but there's like a thought that crosses your mind.
3: Yeah, but you know what I think it is to be completely honest. Think about when you were in college and you were graduating college and you were dating a dude mm-hmm. and everybody for two after you hit two year mark, everybody's like when are you going to get married? When are you going to get married? When are you going to have kids? And for a man, you get confused where you don't know if these are your thoughts that you want to marry this person or people have put this in your head. Mm. Now, multiply that times 20 million people. Right. Everybody was pressuring nonstop. them. Stop. Yes, it's right. nonstop. So you never but, know if you're making decisions about your relationship based on yourself or based on what other people are saying.
1: Yeah, but yeah. ultimately, I think that the the ultimate deal breaker between John and Nikki, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it was because they didn't want, he didn't want to have kids and she did. I think
2: it, I think She always went into that relationship knowing what she wanted. She always wanted to get married. She always wanted to have kids. And he really was not on that page. It took so much fighting on her end to finally get to a place where he was proposing. Like, she doesn't deserve that. She deserves for somebody to be like, all right, let's do this right away. I have no doubts about this. And inevitably, it just ended because it just was too much effort on both of their ends. It just, that's not how relationships are supposed to work.
3: But you know, you know right now... If they announce that they are having a baby, I she, it would be WWE Ready to Rumble 2.0. She's gonna
1: have. She's, will she voice him? I doubt it. I think she would.
3: No. She that, if I they mean, went that far, if it went that far, and Mickey, you went. I mean, to,
1: she's an open
2: book. By they're the way, Bella's. We'd see it. Okay, they are gonna Justin, have a baby. By the way, you, just so we are clear.
3: What? Uh-huh. He's pregnant
2: a hundred percent they're 1, gonna have a baby oh my gosh. it's Shit. 805 on October 15th they ha- I promise you they will have a baby they're All having you a do baby
3: drink margaritas and have sex they're pregnant
1: you're dating or not somebody. or not have margaritas you ob- you've said millions of times you want kids you're dating somebody who you who tells you I don't think I'm ever gonna want kids and I don't think you're gonna be able to change my mind about that what do you do do you stay in that relationship or no
3: what's so no. funny I just talked to Hoda on just asip and we talked about Joel Schrifman, who is her boyfriend, her fiancé now, who had children already who were older in their 20s. And when Hoda brought up that she wanted to have children, he was accepting. And she said, if that person truly loves you, they would go on that journey with you and they would see your dreams come true. So I'm taking Hoda's advice. Yeah. 100%. If you love me, you're going to take these four kids that I got from Africa. <laughs> That's
1: true. <laughs> All right. Yeah moving on it was a night of sexy (laughs) stars and powerful performances at the 2020 billboard music awards despite not having a live audience everyone still totally brought it here are some favorite moments of the night
0: There's power in who you are. There's power in your voice. Use your power. Use your voice, and refuse to be suppressed.
4: We will never break. We will never break. Everybody knows.
0: Almost
5: doesn't count. Thank you to the fans. Thank you for believing in me and caring about me. Still, I don't know why you do.
4: Love you. Good night.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He looks like Prince. My God. That outfit. I love it. I loved all the looks. They all look so good. Okay. But so let's talk about it. Let's talk about the fashion. Kelly Clarkson hosted the show and crushed it. She hit the stage in six different looks. Plus, she had another look for the red carpet. Take a look at all of these. Do you guys have a favorite? What do you think?
3: I was down for all the looks except that gold ruching in the front. I'm not a fan of Mm -hmm. that front ruching. but. I thought she looked amazing every other time she hit it out the park.
1: I like the black with the ruffles that we just showed. That one would be my favorite. It was seemed very fashion forward. Right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: She looks good. It's a lot to change that many times. It's hard to get every look right.
1: <laughs> it is a lot to change. It's a lot for me to get dressed in the morning. Of so course, I have
2: sweatpants on, and it was a lot for me
1: this morning, okay? <laughs> it was a lot. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have Nicole Richie, Billie Eilish, and Lizzo. Nicole wore a dramatic sheer floral dress. Billie matched her mask with her outfit, and Lizzo definitely made a statement in her vote dress. I
2: mean, Nicole Richie. I mean, I don't wow. know what the last show, uh, show we talked about when she was in the neon green, but this woman is just like such a little fashionista. I'm so always so in. I in- well, if I could speak, I enjoy what she's going to wear a lot. I think she looks great. And I love Lizzo's vote dress. And Billie Eilish looks like Billie Eilish. Like, what do we expect from Billie Eilish? Because she's 100%. Like
3: that. <laughs> I will say, looks that, like she just came off the runway. Oh, 100%. But there's so many things out there because no one is using any of the pieces that have been out the last two seasons yeah. because no one has anywhere to go. So if you're uh, Heidi Klum, you shouldn't have a bad dress this year. And well, like,
2: Heidi Klum, I'm and
1: she's like, got events.
3: You got to have some good dresses.
1: Check out Lil Nas X, Cher, Brandy. We had Cher showing some leg. I love seeing Brandy perform on stage. That was cool. I I mean, Cher, are we kidding? The icon? I mean,
2: Lil Nas X looks so much like Prince there, right? The outfit is, like, so Prince-inspired. No, I love it.
3: Love Mm -hmm. it. I will say, off the fashion for a minute, I have to, like, say something because I feel really bad. These shows get better and better every single time, Mm -hmm. and I almost feel like they take what the other show did wrong and kind of sort of improve it and make it better. Yeah. But if you were a celebrity and you won an award in this time, would it feel the same? Mm, Yeah. Would you want it from home?
2: I feel feel like yes. I feel like we've gotten so accustomed to being home. Like, this is just our sort of new normal. Like, I don't feel like people are in the position right now where they keep waiting for life to resume. Like, you want to go to dinner, you have to wear a mask. It's just like there's just new rules to life. I mean, it's not as, you know, exciting, but I kind of
1: like it in a weird way. (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I, I see it at that point, but I don't know. I don't think it'd feel the same because Damn. there's no applause, there's no party afterwards, there's no recognition of people coming up to you, and being like, "This was your night, amazing." I mean, these are stars that love positive feedback. One hundred percent. They love the fame. They love the attention. That's part of the reason why they're so good at what they do. And I think a lot not having that huge celebration does make it feel different.
3: No, it's like, you know, like when you get engaged, you know, you have exactly. the bridal party, yes. you you're have like, this, I you mean have everybody asking there's a shower. To see there's like, there's all these things yeah. that go into it and when you're like nominated for an Oscar for say, you go to a luncheon, you get invited to all the hottest parties, you get to go to the CAA party, you get to go there and it's like, you don't even get that moment. Will you be able to get it the following year? Like, it just is, it's I wouldn't want to win an Oscar this year or Billboard Music Award.
1: Well, you wouldn't <laughs> not want to win it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. I would be like, hold on, <laughs> You Hold no. no, 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 no! Cause Carissa. you give that chance again? You want to win it? You just, Thank you. I just feel for the winners because it doesn't feel like they're getting the same. It's not enjoyment vibrant, out of it. maybe.
3: Well, guess what? Well, guess what? Come 2021, I'm gonna need two seats at the Oscars—one for me and one for my Oscar. because
4: she coming with me?
1: Welcome back to daily pop. Now, you may have noticed we all have a little bit of purple on us because today is spirit day. Millions of people around the world are wearing purple or going purple online to show support for LGBTQ youth and to take a stand against bullying. Mm. All right. It's time for pop of love. Okay, Selling sunset star, Amanda Smith says bad timing killed her relationship with Tay Diggs. Amanda tells the not skinny but not fat podcast. (laughs) She was the first person Tay dated after his divorce from Adina Menzel. Mm. Amanda says, if you're the first relationship someone has fresh out of a divorce, it's probably never going to work. We're better friends. Can rebound relationships ever turn serious?
3: Only, only if you've dated before. And honey, I'm telling you right now, I have been in this predicament twice. If a man tells you he is fresh out of a divorce and you're at a restaurant, you better get your ass right up Getting that UberX and take that pasta to go because it never works. I
1: was just going to say, eat the food and then go. Take it to uh, go. I've done this too, and I had bad luck as well. It did not work well for me either. Obviously, Morgan, it worked really well for you, but it's just different with your story because yep. Jordan because
2: and Because they, you dated each, other so long. they yeah.
3: each other before. They had sniffed each other before.
1: I feel like yours counts.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's this. It's true, though. That's the thing. It was, yeah, agreed. It worked out. <laughs>
1: I mean, if you Uh. are going to date somebody after a divorce, it's better to be the second one or, like, the third one, and then it's more likely to turn Mm long-term because then they're more ready. It's just, like, I feel like whenever they come out of a divorce, they're looking for something that's just so different. It depends on how the divorce went down, but either so different than their ex or they're looking for their ex-replacement, you know? It's like Mm -hmm. one or the other, but it means that they're not really looking for... The right person if
2: you're just coming out of a divorce unless that relationship has been over for a long 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 time you don't have the emotional capacity to, to take somebody on it's sure. just too difficult yeah. you you really you can't you just you go you reacclimate to dating and sleeping with someone new and then you break up and then eventually you find your way again
1: yeah that's our advice for today. You guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Another bachelorette couple bites the dust. Ashley a bear and JP Rosenboom bomb have been calling it quits. After eight years of marriage, they both Mm. took to Instagram to share their breakup news and revealed they've been separated for months. The couple said it ultimately came down to the fact that they're just very different people. And JP added that they didn't see eye to eye on a lot of life fundamentals. Are you surprised by this since they were together for so long?
2: Oh, God. This is a bummer. This, like, feels sad, and I don't even really know them. But I just feel like, look, a relationship is really hard. There's a lot of work that goes into it. Eight years is a successful relationship in my book. I just think eventually sometimes people try their hardest to make something work, and it just becomes too difficult, and they decided... As adults, look, we have kids. We feel like it's better to create separate lives for them, and this is kind of the path we're going down. But it's always a bummer. It's always just yeah. upsetting. You know, it's
1: like, God, that sucks for them. And I I have to say, you know, being... Married for four years, but been with Shannon for like twelve years. I mean, I think that there's these life fundamentals. Because some people might say, "Well, wouldn't you figure that in the beginning?" And that necessarily, there's new things that get thrown at you in life. That like Shannon and I have experienced. You know, whatever pandemics happen, uh, children happen. um, You know, job losses happen. Things happen, or or people get inspired to want to change their their path, their careers. You know, life crises happen. And these things, you know, you are now face to face to learn about how each of you would approach the situation. And Jen mm-hmm. and I have even had, like, you know, just even whether should we should send Chase to preschool right now or not. You know, it's yeah. like, what's more important, health or education? Education or health? You know, it's that battle right now. We're still trying to decide as parents, and like we kind of have different views on too. That we're still trying, still 100%. don't even know exactly what we're gonna do. Yep. So it's like some of these life. Fundamentals, as they mentioned, I'm not surprised, would come up later in a marriage. If They come, out through, out, come up throughout your marriage. 100%. Yeah.
3: Look, the biggest issue I find that my friends have whenever they're going through something with their partner is that they don't realize that people evolve. People change. Mm-hmm. If your husband is not wearing the same clothes that he wore eight years ago and the same hairstyle, if he can change those things, he can change things in here and in here. Mm-hmm. And I think what is important is after eight years, you have to look at a relationship. And I'm not saying not to weather a storm because there's a, there's a, you know, a yeah. cloud or two yeah. and you can oh, figure yeah. it out.
2: Absolutely. But
3: if you get to a point in your relationship and you can't see yourself moving on with that person, you have to be honest with them and you have to get out of a marriage. Because the last thing you want to do is sit in a marriage for another 20 years and be miserable.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Because then you'll figure out. And you'll be afraid that you can't get out of it because you've reached a point where it's too late. Mm-hmm. These people are smart; they have figured this out. I don't mm-hmm. think this was an overnight situation. No. Yeah. But good for them for choosing to be happy.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Agreed. They said they've been separated for, for months. Uh, they definitely. I know. This was definitely thought out for a long time, and I do believe that they tried their hardest. And it's just unfortunately not not the path for them anymore.
1: Uh. So sad. That's always so hard. Okay. Up next is Tyra Banks getting fired from Dancing with the Stars. Oh, my gosh. The rumors are circling. We're finding out what she's really feeling about her future on the show. Next.
0: CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car.
1: Let me tell you firsthand, hosting Live TV isn't always easy. <laughs> we face struggles every day. Well, Tyra Banks is getting a lot of criticism over her performance on her first season of Dancing with the Stars. There are reports that she is fighting to save her job. And some fans are calling for her to be fired after she's had a few flubs and awkward moments.
0: It's a simple thing that I call the smiles. Oh. Got it. Can we see it? Can you show us the shoe? Okay, let's get scores. There's actually been an error. Please have Monica come back. This is live TV. I was reading my cards, but my cards were lost. Uh,
1: I mean, I really don't think it's that bad. I mean, we've had a way worse flubs over here. Um, I, do you think she's really worried about her job?
3: First of all, Let me be the first to tell everybody, when people try to criticize me for something that I say on live TV or if I stutter, I'm always like, well, you come and try it, okay? You come and sit here and try to do this. Yeah. I don't think that Dancing with the Stars is mad about this bad press. People are still watching the show. Mm-hmm. They're still the number one show on Mondays beating out MLB.
1: And it's also, we know Tyra, right? Like, Tyra's very famous. She's been hosting. She was on um, Next Top Model for so many years. I mean, she's she, we know her. It's you When you get to know a host or you get to know a personality on television, you're like, okay, well, that's just Tyra. She's just being silly. Like, this Smize thing doesn't make me uncomfortable because it's Tyra. That's what Tyra um, does. It made me uncomfortable. I was like, oh, God. Oh, God. I was like, I get it. We know
2: you, and she's so fierce. And again, America's Next Top Model smies every single day. But that transition and crossover, I was cringing. But I will say, in Tyra's defense, I've never watched an episode of Dancing with the Stars until this season. I've never, ever seen an episode. So I don't think she's doing a terrible job. I think it is really difficult to host live television. But I think also... That is such a. It's not a serious show. It's a really fun show, but you do need somebody polished in that seat. It's not like us where we can like mess up four words and make it up. You know what I mean? Like, and she's not doing a bad job. I just, I just could do without the smizing and some of the ad libs that made you know, the, like the producers <laughs>
1: thinking that it was fun. Yeah, you know? it wasn't fun. Don't do it again. She'll play. Think is it an executive
3: producer now? She's an executive producer now. <laughs> the problem is too. Also, is that everyone thinks that they can host live TV? Right. Tyra, Kilded in America's Next Top Model. Yes, oh my God, please. There are so many shows where you see an actress or a singer then become a host and then you're like, wait, what are you doing? Yeah. This is not your lane. I think a lot of times when you throw an actress or someone like Tyra Banks a bag, they go for the bag, they take the money and they think, oh, I can do this. You really have to put in the time and the work Mm -hmm. in order to host a live TV show. And we
2: need to allow her room to grow to get better as
1: well. But just so far, there's been some cringe
2: worth. And let's be real. You know, how
1: many times have you guys watched a show? I'm not talking about Dancing with the Stars. I'm talking about, you know, a variety of shows that are hosted and you think this host is just awful. Awful, awful, awful. She's going to go. He's going to go. And they never go. Oh my god. They <laughs> never go.
3: Look. Steve Harvey had one job. For that Miss Universe prep prep pageant.
2: Leave Steve Harvey alone. He had one job.
1: And they brought him back the next year.
3: Because it made buzz because people were talking about it. People are talking about Tyra Banks right now. I have a feeling that Tyra's like, yes, put all this out. Go Go right ahead, clip it.
1: Have them hate it. Have them hate hate it. it. Yeah. Yeah. It hasn't been that bad either. No, no, not that bad. (laughs) That's my thing. I don't know. (laughs) That's funny. Okay, so there's a new movie in the works, and it is packed with your favorite stars. Ready for this? It's a Netflix film called Don't Look Up. Stars like, I don't know, Leonardo DiCaprio, Meryl Streep, Jennifer Lawrence, Ariana Grande, Kate Blanchett, Jonah Hill, Timothy Chalamet, Matthew Perry. I mean, the list goes on and on. And we don't know much about the movie concept, except that it centers on two low-level astronomers who must go on a giant media tour to warn mankind of, approach, of an approaching comet that's going to destroy planet Earth. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, whenever a movie comes out and they have this much star power, does it make you excited or do you think it's going to be a
3: mess? What's scaring me is that Meryl is like selling out a little bit.
0: (gasps) Don't say that! That That's blasphemy! I'm not into like...
3: You can't
1: say that about Vero.
3: No, I'm not into like the Valentine's Day movies. Okay,
1: so Valentine's Day was a terrible, terrible...
3: Or like New Year's Eve movie. Like, I'm just not into those movies where they put a bunch of stars in, and because they can't come up with the funding to pay them their full rates, they put them in for like a millisecond, and then they put them on the billboard. And it's, for me, it feels like... A gimmick, and it's the first time that I think Netflix has tried to do this, and I'm not feeling it.
1: See, I am. I'm, okay, Valentine's Day. Did not love that movie, but because of the star power, because of the people that were in it, were so many of my favorite actors and actresses, I had to watch it. Exactly. And
3: Is this that's what's gonna
1: happen with Netflix, though. Ooh. You have to watch it. I mean you people don't like there's so much content now i don't know if people still rewatch movies as much as they used to like over and over and over but people will go and see it with these names i just think it's a it is yeah,
2: definitely thanks. gimmicky, but people are still going to watch it. It's definitely going to be a little bit of a mess, but like, I like He's Not That Into You. That had a lot of stars in it, and that movie was cute. Valentine's and I Day, I can't even remember who was in that movie.
3: Who's Exa- in that movie? Exactly. Yeah. exactly. But I also yeah,
2: disagree. I disagree with you, Chris. There is not so much content. I feel like I'm looking every day for something and I can't find anything to watch. I've like watched everything. That's because
3: your Wi-Fi didn't work, okay? No, <laughs> You're looking that because was your Wi-Fi is not working. That
2: was one day, and finally last night, I did watch... Um, you know, Billionaires of India on Netflix, or Bad Boys of Billionaires. It was good, so you should watch (laughs) it. Desperado.
3: That's what I call Desperado. (laughs) It was delicious.
1: Stick around, Tariq Al Moussa is talking wedding planning and working with his ex, Christina. The Flipper Flop star is going to be joining us live by The Pond. It's our first outside interview. I'm so excited after the break. Exciting. Where's the backyard? How do we get there?
5: Is there a door Not the kitchen? I don't like that you have to go from the side of the house to get to the back.
3: What? <gasps> no! What the
5: heck? What is this?
3: Oh my god, why is it so low?
5: Oh my gosh. Has a bathroom back here?
3: What? It's fancy.
5: It's it's the nicest part of the house.
1: <laughs> Welcome! I'm here by the Universal City Pond with flip our flop star Al Musa. Nice. You are our first outside live interview. I hope you feel extremely special. Thank you for being here. We're very far apart, but we are eight feet apart. <laughs> but we're here. Okay, you've been through a lot through this pandemic. Okay, let's see. You've been renovating houses. Let's see. What else happened? Oh, you got engaged. Yeah. How are you doing?
5: Uh, doing great, doing oh. great. So uh Heather and I got engaged about two months ago. Catalina Island, the episode of flipping. 101 where I asked her to marry me actually aired last week Aww. so super excited about that we're currently planning a wedding I can't believe I'm saying that and uh, I'm just ready to spend the rest of my life with her
1: okay we're gonna get to the wedding planning in just a little bit but first we gotta get your take on the news we heard about your ex Christina unfortunately splitting from her husband um were you a part of the process about like talking to the kids with that do you guys do that together or is that kind of her battle
5: uh it, it wasn't together I did have a talk with the kids and just explained to him that life's a series of ups and downs yeah. and and some days are harder than others, but at the end of the day, we love you, we're here for you, we support you, so you know, it is a difficult time for them, so we're doing everything we can to be positive. I
1: mean, just seeing how well you guys work together, I mean, you guys have really got this co-parenting thing down. I mean, is there ever any kind of struggles whenever you're working side by side with your ex like that, or have you guys pretty much... Cleared the slate at this point.
5: You know, let's just be honest. Like, years <laughs> ago, it were, there were a lot of struggles. Yeah. Like, there were so many struggles. <laughs> but, you know, today, it's almost five years later. She was remarried. She has a baby. She's been divorced. I'm engaged so it's you know we get along fine we're co-workers at this point you know we go to work we do our job and that's it and when it comes to the kids like she's a great mom and I feel like I'm a great dad so mm-hmm. all the decisions we make are in their best interest
1: I love it well you have the new season of flip or-flop coming back um, was this film before or during the pandemic
5: I'm still filming flipper-flop <laughs> as we speak like I filmed it yesterday I think so, so, so...
1: Wait. <laughs> there has to be so many more challenges that you're feeling there have been the so
5: many challenges but typically we'll era we'll film a season and then it airs but because of covid we kind of ran out of time so we're scrambling to finish episodes so they can make the air in a few weeks
1: oh my god you're so busy right now okay so speaking of all that let's talk about your wedding planning situation now okay how far along are you what's the date what's the location where is our invitation (laughs) the
5: nitty-gritty okay so we finally chose a wedding planner yay so she's been amazing and we're down to either california or mexico okay so two locations and we're thinking either may or october
1: May or October. Okay, are you going to allow cameras?
5: I mean, you, you know, guys are both on reality shows. You know, shows. like, we, we filmed the proposal, and it was spectacular, and it was a special moment. When it comes to the wedding, right now, we're leaning towards not filming it, just because we don't want any distractions, but... Who knows? I don't know.
1: Has she, how has she been doing it? She's just loving, like, the Selling Sunset. And, I mean, it's been such a huge reaction to that show. Did you have any advice for her as she started to become, like, more and more famous? You're like, oh, here it comes, honey. Oh,
5: absolutely. <laughs> so the first time I saw Selling Sunset, I told her, this show is going to be a huge hit. Uh, She's like, well, how do you know? I said, well, I've been in TV for, like, 900 years. And it's a great show. But, um, yeah, it's it's a great show. It's fun to watch. The ratings are, like, through the roof. Yeah. And her career is just going, like, this and and I just love being there supporting her and helping her and obviously I have a lot of experience so we have a lot of we have a lot of fun working together.
1: Is there a life with you two reality show in the future?
5: I would have to say probably yes. I think that's something Ooh. we'd really like to do. We're best friends, we're together all the time. I'm in real estate construction yeah. design, she's in real estate so I feel like it's the perfect combination.
1: Now, how about your guys' design tastes? Are they same, similar? Like, do you do you agree more with her than you do Christina? I, I actually
5: do, but I almost feel like Heather spends more money than Christina, which I didn't think was possible. You know, because we're remodeling our own house right now. Oh, geez. You know, yeah. normally it's like, okay, $300 light. No, this light is $13,000. So I said, well, I don't want to buy a $13,000 light.
1: Well, I mean, you've seen the homes on Selling Sunset. She I, I, have, nice I have. Stuff. So well, we're
5: bringing Selling Sunset to Newport Beach right now, and it's getting expensive, but it's going to be beautiful.
1: I love it. Okay, so this is our first interview by the pond. Do you have any renovation um, tips that we need to do to up the outdoor patio here?
5: Water slide, just a bunch of water slides, like barbecue area.
1: That's exactly what we need. Tark, thank you for joining us thank and you being for our having. first live guest outside. We love this. All right, Flip or Flop premieres tonight on HGTV. We will be right back.
2: When I wrapped Cinderella, um, they were talking about, you know, what does it mean for you to be? a latin cinderella and i i I said your name in in that interview jen i was like if it weren't for people like you i wouldn't be able Mm -hmm. to to do that like you you know trailblazing in movies and being like a musician that did both and did all of it like that's what made that possible for me and actually we sing one of your songs in the movie (laughs) i shouldn't to be honest i shouldn't have
1: said that but whatever (laughs) i got excited
4: And I did. I'm not saying which one. I'll tell you after.
1: Don't tell Um, me after. I want to see it. I want to see it for the first time and be, like, blown away. Aw, that's so cute. That was Camila Cabello fangirling over Jennifer Lopez on Apple Music's Somos Radio. She was like, ah, did you get that cleared? <laughs>
3: yeah. Did you get that? Did you get that paperwork yeah.
1: done? Where's my check? Uh-huh. Royalties check here. Okay. And check out Jayla's sexy new cover on Billboard's Latin Power Players issue. <gasps> wow. This woman. <sighs> How. Unbelievable. done show. with her. So hot. Okay, we're, like, loss of words. Uh, Today is the last day of Hispanic Heritage Month, so we're celebrating with one of our other favorite Latinas. Justina Machado is killing it on Dancing with the Stars, and one day at a time, and she told Liliana the secret to how Latinos can change the game in Hollywood.
2: We finally get a chance to meet. I have been such a fan of yours. Let's first talk about Dancing with the Stars. You are crushing right now. What is your favorite part about being on the
0: show? I think the Mondays, when it all comes together and you get those fabulous costumes and the glam, and you know the excitement, you know, it makes it all worthwhile. It makes the it makes the rehearsal period worthwhile on that Monday to come out and just do to just do it. This family needs boundaries. Boundaries are for white people.
2: We gotta talk about your other network show on Mondays,
0: and I'm so proud to say that one day at a time, is making its network debut on CBS. We're strong women who don't need a partner to define us. Anyway, I have a date.
2: (laughs) What does that mean to you, being a part of the show from the beginning and seeing it be like the little show that could?
0: Uh, It's such an incredible, important show. When we made it, we knew what it was. You know, when we made it, we didn't make it about, it wasn't a show about topics. It was really a show that happens to us, Latinos on a daily basis. And the fact that it resonated with all of these people, it's it's incredible. We are so underrepresented Latinos in in the media. And the fact that we are the only Latinx show on a network right now is, is a little crazy. It's 2020. Do you feel like this is why it's so important
2: that we're not just represented in front of the camera, but that we are represented in a writer's room,
0: in at executive levels at these networks and at these studios? Until we have representation on both sides, we will not get that authenticity. What does Hispanic Heritage Month mean to you? It's important that we're recognized. It's important that if you see people that you never knew were Latino, and you're like, wow, that person did this. Uh, it's important to be seen. But to me, every day is, hispa- is, is you know, Hispanic heritage. To me, every single day. I don't know anything else but being this. I wouldn't want to be anything else.
1: Oh, you can see Justina Mondays on ABC's Dancing with the Stars and on CBS's One Day mm-hmm. at a Time. Okay, we are just a few weeks away from the People's Choice Awards. The hottest awards show of the year airs right here on E on November 15th. So go to E Online right now to cast your votes. And, Xfinity customers, you can vote for the show of 2020 right from your TV. Just say, Vote for People's Choice Awards into your voice remote anytime to vote. Mm, wow. All right. After the break, we have celebrity chef Aaron Sanchez is going to show us how to put a twist on our favorite Mexican dishes. Get ready to become hungry. We'll be right back. There's no better way to celebrate Hispanic heritage month than with food, okay? Aaron, uh, chef Aaron Sanchez is the perfect spread of Latin dishes for your next socially distant hangout. They look delicious.
3: Hola.
4: One of the things that I just absolutely love is the idea of nachos, right? It's great for a group, but right now, the way that things are, you kind of want to take that idea and make them individual. And the way that you sort of assemble them is very simple. So start with a beautiful uh, tortilla chip or totopo. Uh, We're gonna start with a base of beautiful chorizo. It's redolent with all those beautiful spices, the canela, the chiles. And then to that, we're gonna add a little puree of refried beans, right? kind of snuggled up right next to the chorizo, right? And then to that, I'm gonna start rolling with this beautiful casique queso blanco dip. i have gone ahead and heated this up very simply in the microwave. And then I'm gonna put a nice dollop of that bread right on top. That's kind of gonna bring all those wonderful flavors together, the chorizo, the beans, okay? Nice little dollop of that. I'm gonna place this right here on my plate. And then the garnishes are just as important as the base, right? So what we're gonna go ahead and do is put a little jalapeño, beautiful, with the seeds and all. I'll finish with some cilantro for freshness and color. And then what really makes this next level is the queso fresco, right? The ranchero queso fresco. So there you have it, these beautiful nachos. So what we have here is a beautiful pork ragu that's served over these little cheesy toast points, chorizo, cooked down carrots and tomatoes, and and wonderful sort of aromatic spices, and then finished with a beautiful amount of queso fresco. We're talking about a Mexican caprese salad. We're taking that inspiration from Italy and using these beautiful heirloom tomatoes. I kind of wedged them in there with some fresh avocado. Uh, beautiful cilantro, some good olive oil, and then sort of just finished it with that beautiful ranchero queso fresco. I think it's important to remember when you're cooking Mexican food at home, make sure that follow the traditional recipes and use great authentic ingredients. For instance, not all Mexican food has to be spicy. That's not necessarily the case. And not all Mexican food has to have cumin, okay? Muchisimas gracias, thank you so much for having me.
1: Go to Instagram, it's called eDailyPop for all the recipes. Those look yummy. Okay, let next. Dexter is coming back to television, but not everyone's very happy about it. We're discussing why when we come back. It almost seems like TV shows are never really over anymore. Showtime just announced it's reviving Dexter. Michael C. Hall will reprise his role as the serial killer who, spoiler alert, got away in the end and became a lumberjack. That um, was the season finale. Isn't that just dateline, like, every week? (laughs) Seven years ago. Fan reaction to the finale was not fantastic. So why is this necessary? Do you think sometimes people want a redo? Ooh, not the women of Charmed. (laughs)
2: Um, I guess. I didn't watch Dexter a whole lot, but I feel like it's great he's coming back.
3: Why not? I loved it. I think there's like enough time that went past like the finale to now. It's when they start rushing shows to come back. Yeah. Like Charmed. Yes, I love the new one. Yes, it's great. But like, I'm still watching the reruns. Like I'm Gucci. <laughs> They're still yeah.
1: Well, should other shows that had controversial, controversial endings like Game of Thrones or How I Met Your Mother should they do this idea? Oh, no.
2: No. 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 I'll we just we need ended Game of Thrones.
3: All we need back is Xenon Girl of the 21st Century. Okay, <laughs> Disney. Excellent. If you yeah. can work with that, mm-hmm. BT. If you can get me 227 back, I would be fine with that. Wow. I need there to be so much time that went by that the kids on that show are now in Clairol commercials mm-hmm. trying to dye their hairs. Yeah. You know
1: what I mean? Yeah. yeah like, like it's the next step in the sh- in the series, not trying to redo the end. again. Yes. Um, which I assume that's what Dexter will be doing. I don't know. The, what's the show that you would like to come? Maybe even just as a limited series. Back for the city. Oh, oh,
0: yes. But let
3: me tell you why. Don't say no. I need sex in the city with a whole different cast, with a whole different group of women. Maybe no. throw me a black lady in there so she can get Zazie in Brooklyn. And I want to see what it's like for women of that age to date in New York with technology yeah. and with everything going yeah. on.
2: I agree. That's a good That's idea. A good. Yeah, especially because now we are those women's ages. Well, younger <laughs> than they were. They were older, but still around the same.
3: <laughs> yeah, and I don't need Kim Cattrall to come back. I just need Sarah Jessica Parker to to sign on, to executive produce this. it could, honestly, She's got
1: to be a, have a role in there somehow, somewhere. No. Oh, yeah. Just a little something. No, like, yeah, she's needs- one of their their cousins or something.
3: No. <laughs> they can live in her old apartment. Like, one of the girls can live in her old apartment and find yeah, her Yeah, that laptop. apartment's
2: expensive, okay? Girls, like, you know, that's my favorite part about that show.
1: Right, she made a lot as a writer. I was very impressed. Okay, so let's move on to this story. Is it possible to sexualize macaroni and cheese? Kraft's Send Nudes campaign was a way to send macaroni and cheese to loved ones, but they had to shut it down after people freaked out on social media. We should point out that nudes in this case is spelled N-O-O-D-S. The company says it was just meant to make people smile, but critics thought it was a bad Mm -hmm. message to children. What do yeah.
3: you guys think? I, mean- I think the advertising firm is getting a bonus right now because they delivered on what they said they were going to do companies do this for shock value companies do this so shows like us will pick up this story this is exactly what they wanted we are talking about craft macaroni and cheese (laughs) on e on a daytime talk show and they didn't even have to pay for the advertising dollars oh gosh now all of our all of our guys in
1: sales are like (laughs) we are gonna have to talk about this um it's I get it. I get the the criticism. I mean, Kraft mac and cheese. Who eats that? Kids, for the most yeah. part. Of course, you know, sometimes every once in a while we'll take a couple bites, you know, here and there, but it's mostly marketed toward children to feed your children. It's easy. Kids like it. So when you say Sin Nudes and it's a kid food, it's, uh, you're asking inappropriate.
2: controversy. Yeah, it's a little inappropriate, but I don't know. Yeah, too but, far, I
3: think. But when was the last time Chase went to the supermarket and bought? nudes. Right. Like no but he kid, knows the box. He knows the box, but if he reads the box and says send nudes, he's not going to know what it means. Yeah, but he's like,
1: young, but like who else, you know, does send nudes? I mean, kids, when you're in high school, you didn't, when you're in high school, didn't you make your own macaroni and cheese? Mom would make me make my own. She's like, "You want macaroni and cheese? Figure it out. It's a pot of water and a dump some stuff in there."
3: We didn't really yeah. have macaroni Ooh. and cheese in my house. We weren't that house. <laughs>
1: okay, well. It was crackers and We had a lot of it growing out. All broke. right. We have to go, but make sure you come back tomorrow because DJ Khaled will be here, and we're celebrating 10 years of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills with some amazing throwbacks. Check wow. out Nightly Pop tonight at 1130, and join us for Daily Pop every weekday at 11 a.m. right here on E! Set your DVRs. See you tomorrow.
3: Bye. Sin nudes.
5: Sin nudes.
3: Gary said that to me the other day. <laughs>